Evan. Ben, how we doing? I'm good, Evan. The Homer Hanky Magic. Take uh, it away. The streak is over. The streak is over. It feels good, Ben. Even as someone you know who uh, who isn't so invested in the Twins uh, as as I used to be, uh, it it felt good. Like I was watching that game and they, they got the final out, and I had a I had a big smile on my face. You know, it's been it's been a really really long time. <laughs> So, go twins. Yeah, I, just, I I didn't even realize that the streak was still like. I just I always forget about this streak. I feel like every year, I feel like every year I'm like, oh yeah, we got a game last year, didn't we? Like you know, I always just like, for some reason I have it in my head that like they've they've broken the streak already. I always I always the I feel like the media could do a better job of like. I know the I know the ownership groups and stuff. They don't like. Like they don't want the media to make a big deal out of this because it's like it makes them look bad. Like so, I I get why it's like kind of under wraps, and I get why like I haven't really heard a ton about it because it's negative publicity. But it would also be fun if they had like built it up. Yeah, and, I, know, I think made also a big, made a big if, deal out of it. If this were like the Mets uh, with eighteen straight postseason losses, like you'd hear about it every day, you know? Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's just like a big part of it. It's just it's the Twins, you know? Whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was a fun game. Uh, it's always funny. I feel like, um, every year in April, I feel the same way watching my team play baseball, whatever team that is. And it's just like, you get the first win and you're like, wow, like it's so easy to win a baseball game. Like, look at, look at what we just had to do. It wasn't that hard, you know? And then like, until you get the first win, it's really, really hard. It seems like, God damn it. We have to like fucking like hold this team like we, we have to not allow any runs we have to score so many you know it's like it feels really hard until you do it but then it feels really easy after you do so now they they, they broke it they, they can just you know win tomorrow go on to the ds beat the astros hopefully um and then yeah we'll, we'll go from there uh exciting day for the twins um evan did you know we are almost so the last time the twins won a, a playoff game was we talked about this a little bit 2004 it was october 5th yeah so we were almost exactly uh 19 years 19 years ago yeah that's what, pretty wild. what been, i mean honestly i've been like would it have been cooler if like like i get that you like the twins and stuff but like at this point like is it almost worse that we broke it at 19 like wouldn't gotta, it have gotta been, get to 20 like what at this like at this point we could have waited one more year right that's and it fair. would have been twenty, and it would have been twenty years, and we could have, if we had broken it next year, like it would have been, you know, twenty years of, you know, tw- we would have had a bunch of flashbacks and stuff. And yeah, it is sort of funny they had to wait until a year that the Yankees weren't in the playoffs for once, you know. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. Um, Evan, where Evan, where were you? <clears throat> excuse me, where were you on October fifth, two thousand four? I don't remember that game specifically. I mean, I was in the fifth grade. Uh, and I definitely don't recall. I remember, like, like I'm sure I was watching uh, all of those games. Uh, and they showed the replay on ESPN during the game today. It was a night game, so I, I wasn't in school. Um, so I must have been around. I don't know. Like, I remember some of the games from, like, 06 specifically. And, like, the Me later too. ones, like, 09, 2010. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, 04, no idea. <laughs> it's just too long ago, you know? Yeah, this is... Um... This is interesting from the standpoint of, like, I also remember the 2006 playoffs. Like, I remember we played Oakland A's. I remember I was in sixth grade. Like, uh, we watched some of one of the games. And uh, it was, like, the first time a teacher, like, 
wheeled the TVs in and like showed the yeah. the game. Um, and I yeah, I just for some reason I specifically remember that, but I don't I don't remember. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to. Th- 2004, so I would have been in fourth grade, Forest Hills. I probably would have, like, October 5th, probably just would have gotten home from the YMCA, probably was playing some, like, yes. probably was playing some, like, three-step or something, or, like, ping guard, you know, uh, for, like, two hours, you know, and then got home, and the twins were probably, you know, doing their thing. A young Joe Maurer made his, was a rookie that year. Yeah. A rookie, Evan. Yeah, oh, we yeah. buried the, we buried the lead, Evan. Why did we play? Uh, why did we play the the Ti song? I mean, real ones will know that was Joe Mauer's walk up song for his entire career because uh, it was his favorite song in high school or something. So he just kept it. Um, so yeah, uh, we was saluting the legend. Uh, finally got off the path. <laughs> Ever since Joe Mauer's rookie year, they have not won a game. But there it is. Um, so we've got postseason baseball, Ben. We've also got Week Four fantasy football. Very exciting. Yeah. So Evan, I something something uh, just before we hop off of this uh, uh, twin sentiment uh, uh, little section of the the episode. So I always too assumed that Ti was just popular when Joe Meyer was in high school, but this song dropped. Uh, actually, the last time the Twins played in the World Series, or excuse me, put, won a playoff game, uh, 2004, October 2004. This song came out January 06. Really? Huh. Yeah, so he huh. must so have, it could had, have been, yeah, he must have something he must, else. He must start. have had something else in the 04 and the well 04 doesn't count. I mean he was like barely, yeah, he was barely up. up. Yeah. So we need to figure out what was his walk up song in 2005. That's a good that's a very good question. Yeah, I was not aware of that. Wow. That's a uh, that's good to know. I mean, I guess I probably just kind of like Mandela affected myself into like, you know, that song being from 2001 and then Mauer just used it entire, his entire career, but yeah, that's yeah. that's interesting. That's uh Let's well, do some more research. He was he was making like the thing that like, like Ti was making music at that time. Like he yes, was making. It could music have been Ti. Uh, could it have been. It may song. have been like a different. It could have been maybe a different Ti song because yeah. he would have been making <laughs> stuff at that point. Uh, uh, Evan, November nineteenth, two thousand four. So about a, about a month later, Malice in the Palace. Wow! Really? That's oh the, yeah. my god. <laughs> Malice in the Palace, Evan, they was they more 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 recent than Malice in the Palace. Oh my god! They had they had the <laughs> Twins had not won a playoff game since Malice in the Palace. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, I guess that puts it in perspective. Yeah, you like you say 04 and it's like okay, yeah, I was in fifth grade, whatever. But yeah, it's it just feels like like that event was so long ago. You know, like yeah. like there's you know there's a documentary about. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's um, how long ago it was. For the youngins, uh, for for anyone out there, uh, wow. if you're even like a little bit, I know not everyone's as into basketball as I am, but it, this is more of just like a, it's a story about sports and culture and race, and it's, it, there's a little bit more to it than like, it's a good it's doc. Just, yeah. Yeah. It was really yeah. Fun. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's God. It's so crazy to me that that was a more recent event than <laughs> yeah. the Twins' last playoff win. That's wild. Um, All right. Um, anyway, yeah, we should we should get moving. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about the fantasy this week. Um, uh, you know, another week in the books. I'll just say big picture here, just to look, looking at the standings. Um, Yost division is hilarious. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, it's good uh, content right now. So, uh, Et phone Mahomes is that Tim? That's Tim. Yeah. And you put you played Tim this week, right? I did. Yeah. Um. So we got me, me, Tim, and uh, Quinn each at each at three and one. 
And then uh, Tom's at 0-4. Uh, yeah, the defending, the defending champ, champ casually Von, at 0-4. The only winless team in the league. Is it time to hit the panic button if you're Tom? I mean, you're 0-4, absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even care how good your team is, and his team has not been especially good. Obviously, we'll talk about this more in depth. But yeah, you're 0-4. You're hitting the panic button. Um, yeah, I think it's funny, Ben, you mentioned. So like the Yost division, uh, your division, uh, has nine total wins. Uh, the Sapaniac division has nine total wins. Now, the Routabush division has six. Uh, that's Ethan, Jay, Ryan, and Joe. So you pick it up there, guys. I mean, come on. Uh, we got Ethan and Jay tied for first in that division at only two and two. Uh, no winning records over there. So we gotta got to get rolling over there, guys. Yeah, the Routabush division, not the best. Yeah. All right. Um, the first game I've got here, now that these are in different orders for us, we, we got to communicate. First game I've got is Henry versus Tom. Uh so a big win for Henry here to keep Tom undefeated, uh, 117 to 87. Uh, Henry now at three and one on the season after getting that loss in week one. Uh, ben, that loss in week one secured him Puka Nakua for the season, which uh, yeah. has paid off handsomely. You know, there, there's a reason oh, yeah. Henry has has won every game that he's played since week one, and uh, you know one of those big reasons is Puka Nakua being on his team. Uh, Nakua's first touchdown uh, in the NFL this week it was a walk off TD in overtime. Uh, 163 yards on 10 targets in the TV. Uh, that'll do. That'll do. Yeah. Um, the week one, the th- Henry was playing chess by throwing that week one game, you know? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> if, I if you recall, that week one game was against me, and both of us scored like 55 points. <laughs> so <laughs> we, he really had to go low to get it, but, you know, he did it. He got Nakua. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm here. Uh, say I'm trying to track down this matchup still. Yeah. So uh, Nakua, I think like the one little bit of concern is that it sounds like Cooper Cup is going to be back. Uh, if not this week, then probably in week six. Uh, yeah. And you know, it's just going to be hard to continue to get this amount of target volume when you yeah. know, one of the best receivers in the NFL comes back. Uh, you know, obviously, like this is still a guy you want on your fantasy team. Where you're gonna let the situation play out, but I don't think it's possible for him to, you know, be getting double digit targets every week when Cup is back. So, uh, should Henry try to trade uh, Puka Nakua? I mean, that's not a terrible idea. I can't imagine his value getting higher than it is right now. You know, like it, unless like Cup comes back and like gets injured or something again immediately, like it just seems difficult to imagine. You know. It's just everything has gone so well for him so far. So unless unless he's truly the GOAT, uh, it does seem like we're going to get some down weeks eventually. But Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, could you, if you're Henry, like, not that not that Joe would do this, but, like, like a Debo Samuel, could you, could you even get someone like, maybe not, no, Debo's too. Debo has not been very good this year, to be honest. He's had two, he's had two 16-plus points games okay he was really bad this week wasn't he I, i'm not making that up i'm just assuming he got hurt uh I don't oh, think that, he oh never mind no samuel had three carries for six yards it was not targeted <laughs> yeah that's tough <laughs> yeah coming off back to back good weeks though I, yeah i don't know the usage is always unusual with Debo, but yeah i thought this just goes back like i don't henry could i i don't know i think henry has an interesting decision to make because like I just I you can't it's he's not going to keep this up when Cup comes back, right? It definitely he's, seems unlikely, but you never know. 
And, and, and also, like, everyone else... Cup won else, the league in receptions last year. Yeah. Everyone else also knows that Cup is coming back, too, right? So, like, it, it's hard to take advantage of that kind of thing. You know? Well, I get, so, so that's where I'm going to push back, though, is, like, is everyone aware of that? Valid point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. Let's look through here. Certainly not uh, the loyal listeners of this podcast who are hearing this conversation right now. They know all about Cooper Cup's situation. Like the Routabush division, you know, <laughs> like you go over to the Routabush division and uh, like, I don't know. I think, I think one of those, one of those guys might, yeah, actually, no, I think you're right. I think all these people, now that we have 12, I yeah. think uh, all these, I'm just trying to imagine like, would Ryan fall for it? And like Henry would never do that to Ryan, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, like Joe would know, Jay would know, Ethan would know. Andrew would maybe be like a vulnerable target, but just from like living with me, like he is aware of kind of fantasy football happenings. Right. Noah right. would know. Tom would know. Quinn would. Well. No, Quinn is locked in. Yeah, yeah Quinn would know. Yeah, Quinn would. Yeah, you're right. Quinn would know. Yeah, and Tim would also know. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully Nakua can just keep performing. Um, and yeah, I'm sorry. that was that was disrespectful to Quinn. I. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You just got to ride it out if you're Henry. Yeah. Big performance from Henry from A.J. Brown this week. Uh, his first real breakout this season. 175 yards and two TDs for Brown. Um, and Lamar Jackson with the other big game on his team, 28 points. Otherwise, it was just kind of ho-hum up and down the lineup. Um, did Henry win yeah. the bonus? No, you won the bonus. Nice. Nice. Ooh. Um, but yes, yeah, second second most points for Henry this week. Uh, pretty good week. Um, really, everyone was perfectly fine except Darren Waller. Uh, how how concerned are we about Darren Waller, Ben? I don't give a fuck about Darren Waller. <laughs> I, you, Evan, we do we do this every year. This is interesting because like Darren Waller got drafted in the fourth round this season. Uh, Why? Yeah, I I didn't quite get it at the time. It's like. Obviously, we know that Darren Waller's talented, but it's been a couple of years since he's put it together. And this Giants offense is not one that has supported really like any receiving players, receivers or tight ends in the last, I don't know, three years with Daniel Jones as quarterback. Um, Darren Waller, like this entire season right now, has 153 yards in four games, no touchdowns. Uh, I don't know. There's just not much there. You know, it's getting to the point where it's like, well, do, do I at least consider, you know, streaming other guys or, you know, thinking about making a move at tight end? It's just that tight end has been such a black hole for basically everyone this season. Like, there isn't even really like that second tier where people are comfortable starting guys. It's like Kelsey and Andrews and, and no one else at all. So it's been tough. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe... Maybe go to Andrew and see if he wants to dish a Conquo or something. I don't yeah, know. even I, I, thought, I thought Andrew had all these tight ends. He doesn't have a lot of tight ends anymore. What are you doing with uh, Kincaid? Flip Henry to Kincaid. Maybe. The <laughs> I'm not sure if the uh, yeah if the Kincaid trade market is especially hot right now. But how did he do this week? Uh, he had like 27 yards. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like every tight end I pick up, it's like, that's what he does. It's like, well, they, they're not zeros, you know, I'll take it. And that's kind of what everyone's doing. I'm looking at this game right here. It's like Waller got 21 yards and Kyle Pitts got 21 yards. You know, it's that's where everybody's at right now. 
getting two what points out I, of your head. What, what did I trade for Kincaid again? Uh, Tank Bigsby. No, 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 no. I, uh, no uh, I, Darnell I, Mooney, like, who has also been worthless. So Right, yeah. I traded Andrew Mooney for, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got more with Henry. Anything? I, I think Anthony interest. <laughs> Anthony Richardson is interesting. Um, yeah, th- sure that's is. A bit, that's a big... Uh, he finished man. the game this time. That's his first uh, the first game that he's finished without getting injured in the NFL. So. Good for him. Congrats. Um, I, 30 I, fantasy I think, points. Yeah, man. I, 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 just, I have Anthony Richardson in Dynasty League, and I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. Yeah, As, that's you know, pretty huge. He, even, 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 if he, even if he gets hurt, like, whatever. Like, it's going to be fun. I, yeah. I'm just like... Anthony Richardson's just a very exciting guy to, to own right yeah. now. Yeah, he's um, got four rushing touchdowns already in three games, so pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for Henry. All right. Um, let's talk about Tom then. Uh, so, yeah, Tom moves to 0-4. Uh, like we said, the only winless team. Uh, a, a big part of that is Joe Burrow being uh, a, among the worst quarterbacks in, uh, in fantasy right now. Yeah. Uh, he's only broken into double-digit points one time in the four weeks, and that was only 15. Uh, he scored five points this week, uh, no touchdowns for the second week in a row, uh, essentially no rushing value at all. You know, never Joe Burrow's strength, but you know, literally like zero rushing yards on the season uh, as he kind of deals with an injury there. Uh, Got to be pretty panicked, I think, about the quarterback situation if you're Tom. Yeah, Tom's got to start making moves. I will say, Tom does have Josh Dobbs uh, on his bench, and Josh Dobbs has been kind of (laughs) good. I don't know if that will continue, but they've been playing tough defenses, and he's, like, kind of held his own. So, and he's got some rushing value. He's had more than 40 yards rushing three games in a row. Like, I did not realize Josh Dobbs has actually been kind of good. Yeah, yeah. He had 23 points against the Niners defense on the road this week. Like, that's nothing to scoff at. You know, is this guy still a free agent in Dynasty League? I think he might be. Should I pick up? Should I pick this guy up? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, how old is How old is Josh Dobbs? Like he's not young. I don't. He's got to be getting up there, right? Yeah, I mean, probably like twenty eight, maybe. Uh, but interesting. Yeah, I mean. I'm. We're at the point where I could. I could see. Like, if the matchups line up, I could see starting Dobbs over Burrow. And you know what's ah, interesting, Ben? Henry scooped him up. He picked him up nice. off waivers. Nice. Henry picked him up off waivers last week. Uh, you know what's interesting, Ben, is that Josh Dobbs and Do- Joe Burrow are playing each other this week in Arizona. Ooh, that's fun. That's uh, fun. So really, the question is, yeah, what side of that matchup does Tom want? <laughs> does he want you know banged up Bengals who whose offense like doesn't work right now, or does he want you know the inspiring Cardinals, the underdog Cardinals? Uh, I don't you know. got you got to start. You gotta start Dobbs, right? Uh, honestly, yeah, I think I think you almost do, which is kind of yeah, wild. I mean, you, the Bengals' defense you, has also been bad, which which helps the case for Dobbs. So you have to all, three all three of like, well, no, okay, Dobbs' first game was bad, but his last three games have been better. All three, the jo- Joshua Dobbs, the last three weeks, all three of those games higher scoring than Burrow's best of the year in right. week, uh, week week two. Yeah, well, do it, Tom. Start Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Tom's got to start Dobbs. Or flip him. Or yeah. flip Burrow. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, like, the trying to trying to get someone to buy low on Burrow is an interesting proposition. If, if I were to do it. 
you know, it's an outside of the box idea. I think that's maybe worth considering. Um, one thing that would also help Tom is getting Saquon Barkley back from injury. Um, Tom was able to scoop up Matt Breida uh, off waivers this week, uh, and he got eight points out of Breida uh, in his stint replacing Barkley. But uh, you know, you'd rather <laughs> you'd rather have Barkley than Matt Breida, uh, even if uh, they're both going to be starters. So, yeah. Um, that, those are the two kind of big issues right now. It's the the, the health of, of Saquon Barkley and the, the overall health and play of Joe Burrow. So, um, yeah, Derrick Henry, good week. Derrick Henry passing touchdown this week. Shout out to him. Derrick Henry not washed. We were a little we were a little uh, maybe quick to label him washed last week. Yeah, it, it, I have him in a work league, so I'm just, I'm riding the roller coaster along with you, Tom. But yeah, he's had three good games and one stinker, so you know, I'll take it. Um, had a really nice James, week this week. James Cook, another good week. Yeah, I mean, I think that Bills offense is just operating at such a high level that you know if you're getting like James Cook is you know, twelve to twenty touches a game, that, you know that's going to be extremely valuable. Yeah, How is only, Tom 0-4? This team is not that bad. It definitely seems okay. I mean... This, uh, like, it's just, Joe, it's just Joe Burrow, right? Like, it's just... Yeah. You're I not going to like, win when you, when you only get three points from your quarterback. Exactly. Like, you're just not yeah. going to win. Getting outscored right? at QB by 20 points, it's just really hard to make that up elsewhere, even yeah. if the rest of you guys are, are doing fine, which they mostly are. You know, DeAndre Swift has been having a nice season uh, since week two, at least. Um, yeah, it just... It does seem like there's enough here where you know he could potentially dig out of it. He just really needs Burrow to start doing his thing. I or, think. Or I, mean, I think Dobbs. the. Pan- I mean, I think the. I think the cure here for Tom is just he's just got to start Dobbs. Yeah. That's it. That would be awesome. Can Tom, you imagine like Tom, Tom's team is fixed if he just starts Josh Dobbs, his team is fixed. Can you imagine Tom like riding Josh Dobbs to the fantasy playoffs? Like that would be incredible. That would be incredible. Um. All right. We got anything else here? Or he's got a. Or he's got a flip. I don't yeah, know. do it. He's got. He's got. He's he's got to try to flip like James Cook for a quarterback or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, should we do our next game? Before we move on, I just want to give Henry a shout out. We are uh, into October now, Evan, which we all know is the month of Halloween. Henry's yep. team name is Spooka Nakua. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really with with a little uh, pumpkin head. Uh, oh, it's Puka Nakua's player profile. It looks like yeah, with a pumpkin head like photoshopped onto it. So, it's this is our first October episode of the year. So, uh, I just wanted to give him a little little shout out for that. Yeah, all right. It is spooky season. Um, okay, our next game: uh, Noah versus Ryan. Uh, Noah wins this one, ninety six to eighty four. Moves to three and one. Uh, Ryan down to one and three. So, yeah, big win for Noah. Uh, the big news is that Justin Fields uh, can throw the football. Uh, it is possible. 335 <laughs> yards and four passing touchdowns for Justin Fields. Uh, one of his worst rushing days, probably of his career, only 25 yards rushing. Uh, and, you know, they did lose the game because they're the Bears. But uh, that's got to feel pretty good, you know, that the ship is righted in Chicago. They were playing, you know, the worst defense in the league. <laughs> but they do have some favorable matchups coming up, Ben. This could be a nice little uh, Justin Fields renaissance coming. I'm excited. I'm excited for everyone to just do the same thing that we did last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fields starts out slow, makes everybody panic, and then just, like, is really good fantasy-wise for the rest of the yeah, season. Clear, clearly the guy just doesn't work out in the summer, right? <laughs> That's just that's all it is. Like 
He just needs a couple weeks to like get into it. Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They've got Washington this week, and then the Vikings, then the Raiders, then the Chargers. Like all of those are games that could be like reasonably high scoring. Uh, you know, defenses that have a little give in the secondary. Like, I, I don't are we excited it. for this? Are we excited for this Thursday night game? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be watching it like an absolute sicko. Uh, because <laughs> I I think in work league, uh, I'm gonna be starting Sam Howell, uh, <laughs> which is gonna be incredible. Um, Why? Really, what happened, Evan? What happened? Um, that caused you to have to start. Well, so Sam I have Howell. I have Deshaun Watson. So my quarterback situation was already not ideal. Uh, he's on bye this week. Uh, I replaced him this week because he was injured with Russell Wilson, which actually worked pretty well. Uh, but Russell Wilson is facing the Jets, so it's like, no, thank you. Um, so I think we're doing Sam Howell, like against the Bears defense. Uh, and Sam Howell has been kind of good. So Has he? He actually has. Uh, surprisingly good. Yeah. So, All right. I, I mean, you. it'll be, if nothing else, it'll, be, it'll make Thursday Night Football really fun. Um, so can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have to watch... Uh... I'll be able to catch. I'll be able to catch the end of it, Evan. I have a uh, this park that plays soccer, uh, like adult league soccer. It, this park is literally a block away from my house, and uh, I it's on Thursday nights. We play, I play in this little seven on seven league, and we're in the semis. Ooh. All all summer and into the fall. Huge. And uh, my team was the one seed. Wow. Uh, wow. and uh, we're in the we're in the semis of of this uh, the soccer league. Nice. Well, so, best of luck. Thank you. I'll have to uh, I'll have to hustle home though for uh, the rest of Thursday. For, for Bears Commanders, yeah. Yeah, the game. It'll, it'll get done at about nine. When is this game gonna end? Do we think? Uh, well, ten thirty central. Yeah. Ten thirty. Three hours. Yeah. Okay. Ten. Yeah. Fair. Uh, I guess the the other big uh, big news for Noah's team, uh, also Bears related, uh, Khalil Herbert had hit uh, by far his best game of the season. Eighteen points for him. He had eighteen yeah. carries. Uh, there was some you know there was some chatter before the game that and throughout uh, the season so far that Herbert was going to start losing work to Roshan Johnson, uh, but that decidedly did not happen in this game. Uh, Herbert looked pretty good. Uh, he was basically on the field the entire second half. Uh, so got to be pretty encouraged by that if you're Noah. Uh, it seems like he's their guy, uh, at least at, at this point in the season. So, you know, always good to have two Bears in the starting lineup, and it pays off handsomely. Yeah, it's really, uh, it's re- it really paid off for Noah this week. Um, um, let's see. Vikings defense, 17 points. Love to see it. Gabe Davis. Six yards and a tutty. Yeah, Davis having a nice little season. He has three touchdowns already. Um, you know, everybody on the Bills' offense looking good at the moment. I think you can you can toss in George Kittle with the like our tight ends broken group. Uh, he has 148 receiving yards on the season. Uh, only nine this week on one catch. I don't know how the how do the Niners win this game by 20 points? Like. George Kittle had one catch and Debo Samuel had no targets. Like, what are they even doing over there? Um, yeah, how is I, I'm impressed that I'm impressed that Noah is uh, three and one when he has uh, Kittle starting at tight end who has not had a good year, and also Garrett Wilson has not had a very good year. And yeah. those are like two very high picks for Noah. I mean, uh, the biggest thing in the first few weeks was for him Mostert. Who was not very good this week? Um, oh yeah, that's true. In in weeks two and three, that was a huge boon to have Mostert. 
Um, and Tony Empire, Pollard's Empire, had a nice Empire, season. Empire's, Empire's been good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, Noah's got a nice little team over there. Yeah. He, yeah, he's looking good right now. Up. He is leading the Sapaniac division, uh, his namesake. So That's fair. He's got to protect. He's got to protect his, his namesake. Yeah. Uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba, Evan. Uh, is he going to... Is he gonna make it through the bye? Uh, or is he gonna get dropped? He probably should get dropped. It's always a question with these rookies, where it's like, do I try and hang on and hope that it trends upward after the bye? But uh, Jack, this this is an example knows. of a guy, Evan. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. Are you done? No, I'm done. Uh, this is an example of a guy who, when we had 14, would not be like on the getting cut watch. Yeah. Bubble. But now that we have 12, like, he, like, in a normal year, like, a, or like, a, like a, you know, a guy like this, or like, when I, when I dropped Quentin Johnston a few weeks ago, like, like, in a, in a normal 14 team season of ours, uh, would not have been, like, really dropped at this point, but, like, these Johnston and Smith and the Jigba, like, these rookies who are just not really doing it right away. Like, when you can go to the waiver wire and you can get a guy like, um, I don't know, <laughs> Kadarius Tony. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the waiver wire right now, and maybe it's not. Uh, yeah, no. it, is, Tyler, it is thinner than you want it to be. Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yeah. Yeah. He's so. always he's always on waivers. He's always available. Um, all right. Uh, I got nothing else for Noah. Move on to Ryan here. Yeah. All right, uh, for Ryan, uh, another loss falls to one and three this season, but only a game out of first place in the Radovich division. Um, let's see, so Ryan got a nice game from Justin Herbert, twenty three points, uh, and otherwise it, it wasn't it wasn't awesome. Uh, Chris Godwin had a nice game, one hundred and fourteen yards for him. So otherwise, just kind of some ho hum performances. Damian Pierce was good, uh, his his uh, most yardage of the season this week. I don't know. Just, yeah, not a whole ton to write home about here. Uh, Tyreek Hill had kind of an underwhelming performance by his standards. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just one of those weeks. It doesn't quite happen, you know. You need, like, more touchdowns here. It's like Ryan only had uh, the one TD from CD Lamb, and then that's how you wind up with 84 points, you know. Everybody was fine, but nobody stood out, so. Yeah. Ryan did have Hollywood Brown on the bench, and Hollywood Brown having kind of a nice season. The Cardinals' offense more functional than we thought it would be. So yeah. Uh, oh man, Godwin had eight catches for one fourteen. Godwin is back. That's gotta feel good going into the bye if you're Ryan. For, yeah. For Godwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of the thing too was that Mike Evans left this game early uh, in the first half. So Godwin got a little more attention because of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely good to see. Good to see Chris Godwin doing well again too. We love Chris Godwin. So I still think I would have won the title in uh, 2021 if Chris Godwin had not gotten injured in uh, the first round of the playoffs. It was a tough one. You still better. Nah, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, that's tough, Evan. Yeah, yeah. How hard did you make it? Uh, so I think it was, I scored like an absolute shit ton of points in the first round of the playoffs. 
uh, in advance to the semis. Uh, and Gawain got injured that game, and I lost to, I think, Joe in the semis. Uh, largely because I just had no receivers left. <laughs> so, yeah, it was tough. tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, Ryan. There's just not much to. Uh, I mean, all these guys just had okay weeks. I do want to shout out. We've been complaining about the tight ends. Evan Engram. Uh, you know, hasn't blown you away, but he has at least 49 yards in all four games, which is way more than you can say about basically any other tight end. He's been getting eight targets very consistently. No touchdowns yet, uh, but you know that'll happen at some point. Uh, he's he's not like a guy you're not throwing to in the red zone, so. Evan Ingram might be like tight end three this year, you know. Um, I am I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, he is tight end one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He is tight end seven right now. Yeah, without touchdowns, like you know, that's that's pretty yeah. impressive. He's right behind Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Travis Maybe Kelsey, tight end six. Yeah. Well, he he missed the first game because it right. he would be higher up. Right. Um, All right. Um. I mean, who's tight end one right now? Uh, tight end one right now. Uh, Andrews. Andrews. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not Hunter Henry anymore. Hunter Henry's tight end five. <laughs> Damn, you score like two touchdowns, and that's all you really need. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the next one then. Uh, Ethan versus Andrew in this game. Uh, Ethan wins it ninety-five to fifty-five. Uh, Ethan at two and two, uh, leading the Rod Bush division, and Andrew uh, at one and three. So let's see for Ethan. For Ethan, it was all the Cowboys defense, baby. Uh, Man, Ethan, both these guys had such bad games. Yeah. Can we spend? Can we spend like a minute Oof. on this game on this matchup? Like, yeah, Ethan at least had had some nice performances. Uh, you know, definitely the Cowboys defense a big part of it. They scored two touchdowns in this game. Uh, man, a lot. they have a lot of points. It, it, you know, every year I feel like there's one defense that just, like, outperforms all the rest by a ton and just, like, single-handedly wins their team, fantasy team, a couple games. And right now, like, the Cowboys defense must be averaging, let's see, what's oh, it? Yeah. 50, say, 50, averaging 50. almost 20 points a game, uh, yeah. which is insane. They've scored four touchdowns. Uh, they've had seven interceptions. And this one was encouraging because uh, it's after Trayvon Diggs' uh, – it was an Achilles, right? Um, his season-ending injury, at least. Maybe it was ACL. I feel like everybody's had Achilles these days, so I'm just stuck on it. But, uh, yeah, Cowboys defense, definitely still a thing. Uh, definitely uh, like a weekly uh, starter for fantasy. It is an interesting matchup. We've got Cowboys against 49ers on Sunday Night Football this week, Ben. It's going to be pretty fun. Ooh. So. Yeah. Maybe the two best teams in the NFC, so it should be a fun game. You got you gotta just roll out the Cowboys D, right? Like you're not. That's so tough because it's like there are very. I don't think there are any offenses I would I would uh, prefer to start a defense against less than the Niners. You know, it's like they don't turn it over. They're extremely efficient. You know, they're gonna score at least twenty points, probably more. Like is McCaffrey healthy? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to him. <laughs> yeah. RB one right now. Um, oh jeez. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't I didn't realize he had that good of a game this week. It'll be interesting to see if Ethan does uh pick up a defense. Yeah, because it's like if there's anybody you don't want to start a defense against, it's the Niners. Um and then the yeah, the Cowboys also have the Chargers the week after that. It's not I wouldn't be super stoked about that either. And then it's the bye after that. So 
entering a, a, a tough portion of the schedule for uh, the real MVP, the Cowboys defense. I feel like right I feel like you gotta just roll with it until they. I don't know. Yeah, until it, they prove that you can't. It just it just like what are you gonna do on the waiver wire? Like I don't know. Unless there's like a clear. Yeah, I, I would just I have not looked at the defenses yet that are available on streaming, but like I feel like I would just roll the dice with Cowboys D. I'm gonna guess that's what Ethan will do, because uh, you know he's not the not the most like wheeling and dealing type he's owner. He's not a t- he's not a tinkerer. Yeah, right. So we'll see though. It'll be interesting. Um, yeah. Elsewhere, I don't know. Like Ayuk was really good this week. Ayuk uh, was good. Jaden Reed has low key had a good year. I think. Um, yeah. Joe Joe was probably right when he said I cut bait too early, but uh, I think I cut him after week one, maybe. Yeah. Uh, the Packers receivers right. generally uh, have been very good this season. Uh, Romeo Dobbs having a nice year as well. So. Yeah, I'm trying to remember when I cut Reed. I can't really remember. Uh, it was September 10th. So that would have been... That would have been after week one, right? It might have actually been before week one. September 10th. Or it was maybe like that, that Sunday. I don't remember exactly. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, because Labor Day is the, gotcha. the, we always start the weekend after. So if I cut him on the 10th, maybe maybe I did the thing where he was on my bench and he had a bad game, so I cycled him out. Right. Uh, that was probably what I did. If I cut him on the 10th, that was, yeah, that was the, that was the first, that was the first NFL Sunday of the yeah. year. Um, we also had another nice game from Adam, Thiel- Adam Thielen, uh, 76 yards receiving. Uh, so Adam Thielen, I think he's back, you know. He's, he's real, so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, kind of confusing why the Vikings let this guy walk. Yeah, like, I mean he's getting older, you know. Yeah, but the Vikings are zero four, you know. For that's fair. I don't think one, that's one, really one, because of their receivers. One, they're not, one and they're <laughs> one in three. Well, but no, Evan, they're turning it over in the red zone a bunch. Yeah. That's, again, that's, I don't think it's because of the like, receivers though. No, no, but Andrew, or, Evan, uh, like they, they. They used Thielen a ton in the red zone back in the day. Like I know, like That's I know true. it's like, like I I know it's like they they I read I read a good little write up in the Star Tribune about it. It was like, kind of making a coral. I know it's not like you, know, you can never really know what would have happened. But like you know we're having issues in the red zone and like turning it over in the red zone and we just got rid of this receiver who was here for like, eight years who was like particularly good in the red zone. It just I don't know just. Either it's a coincidence, either it's quite the coincidence, or, you know. Yeah, I will say, too, like, Dylan was pretty bad last year. <laughs> like, I don't really blame them for cutting bait after that. So, who knows? That's how it goes. Uh, Jaden Reed, 24% owned. Is that surprising? Uh, I mean, I don't think that's too surprising. Like, he he's having a nice little 24? season, but it's nothing, like, standout, really. Like, he hasn't topped 63 yards in a game. He did have a couple touchdowns in Week 2. But yeah, it's not like this doesn't this doesn't jump off the page to me. He actually doesn't have more than four catches in any game this year. Like, you know. Fair. Um. Yeah. Brian Robinson and the Brian Robinson another good week. That's all I got. Yeah. Uh, the big story for Andrew. Uh, only fifty five points this week, but he should have started David Montgomery. Uh, yeah, 32 man, Montgomery, points. Montgomery's had a great year so far. Um, yeah, missed week three with injury, so that's that was why he was on the bench. I'm going to assume this was one of those things where 
Uh, Montgomery played on Thursday night, and Andrew just didn't set his lineup before then. Um, because, yeah, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, you know, I guess, like, Andrew's starting lineup... Like, is there a scenario where he just would have started Gus Edwards and Waddle over him? I think that's then? possible. I mean, like, Montgomery had been good enough in the first two weeks of the year where, like, you know, you should start Montgomery even going in. Like, he had gotten at least 16 carries in both of the games that he had played. He wound up with 32 Yeah, you're, you're right. I think, I think it's a little bit more of a... Andrew was, wasn't really paying attention on yeah. Thursday. It's, it's crazy that the Lions spent a first-round pick on Jameer Gibbs, and here they are giving David Montgomery 32 carries in a game. Yeah, man, that's looking like that. Jameer Gibbs pick is it. It was it was a bit of a stretch at the time, and it is not aging well. Yeah, they're not oh, even God. using him like. Yeah, well, they spent money on Montgomery too, right? It's not like Montgomery is this cheap guy they picked up for nothing. It's like he was, you know, a free agent making a decent amount of money. So they just invested so much in the running backs, and obviously well, it's working. Well, Evan, well but... and think about think Evan, think about how much they're paying Gibbs. Like yeah. I know, like, mm-hmm. I, I like I know he's on a rookie deal. But if you yeah. think about it, like they, they those, especially those, relative to running backs, yeah, right. Those first round contracts, like if you drafted a quarterback at ten, like that's a that's a deep, and if the quarterback is good, like that's a steal. But you draft a running back at ten, like those running backs are not getting paid that great of free agency. Like I bet Jameer Gibbs is like one of the highest paid. I'd be willing to bet Jameer Gibbs is one of the highest paid backups in the league. <laughs> yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's got to be right. Yeah. They, so they not only suck in all this draft capital into him, but they're also paying him a shit ton because he was the tenth overall pick. Which, for a, like you said, for a running back, it's like, yeah, I I don't know about that that Gibbs pick. I I picked Gibbs in uh, I I think I picked Gibbs in the second round of our dynasty draft and like. Yeah, there's still uh, time. There's still time. There is still there is still time, but like it's not looking great right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um yeah, I mean for the. The rest of the team here for Andrew, I guess we mentioned Romeo Dobbs briefly. Uh, he had 95 yards on 13 targets this week. He's had a couple really high-volume, good games in a row. Uh, yeah. So shout-out to Romeo Dobbs. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I mean, like, Tua came back down to earth, only 14 points. Jamar Chase has been pretty disappointing to go along with Joe Burrow this season. Only seven for him this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, like... Andrew will basically go as the Dolphins' offense goes, given that he has Tua and Jalen Waddle, and the Dolphins weren't great this week, so uh, fifty-five points it is. Yeah. All right, we good. Yeah. Um, okay. Next game, Jay versus Joe. Um, Jay wins this one, one hundred and one to seventy-one. Uh, Jay moves to two and two. Joe down to one and three. Uh, Jay tied for first uh, in in that uh, Rada Bush division. So uh, let's see. For Jay, uh, it was the Christian McCaffrey show, uh, as as I alluded to earlier. 41 fantasy points for Christian McCaffrey. He has at least 17.9 in all four games. He has, uh, what, seven touchdowns on the season? Like, man. uh, Just like looking at these stats, it's like, goddammit. Like, having this one guy is worth so much, you know? Uh, Like, it's almost hard to beat like two and two when you have McCaffrey. It's like the rest of this roster, it doesn't look good. <laughs> I will say, uh, like there are not a whole ton of guys on here that I'm excited about at this point in the season, but having McCaffrey just like papers over everything, you know, you're not, you're not excited about Kenneth Walker. 
Uh, Kenneth Walker, yeah. He, he's the other guy. He's been pretty good this season. Kenneth Walker has been good. Jordan Love has been pretty good, and that's this was this was Olave's this was this was Olave's first bad game of the year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's been he's been pretty decent up till now. Olave's been Olave's had a high floors. Before this week, he had a pretty high floor. Um, yeah, um, but like Higgins has been bad, and uh, he's injured now as well. Like yeah. Michael Jordan Thomas Love's been, has been Jordan Love's okay. been fine. Yeah. Jordan Love's been fine. Uh. Michael Thomas, low key though, like, I'm, I'd be excited if I'm if I'm Jay about like, Michael Thomas has not had a bad game yet. Yeah, he also hasn't had like a good game either. <laughs> he's been very consistent. Michael, Tho- I mean, Michael Thomas is back. I don't want to say he's back, but like, like th- this man literally has the record for receptions in the season. Uh, so averaging fifty receiving yards per game is not back. Um, but you know he's rosterable. Which, you know, we have not been able to say for several years. I don't think 50 yards is bad. I think 50 yards is fine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not bad, but it's not good either, it, you know? I think relative to where we have seen Michael Thomas be the last two years, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's better I than think not, like, not like, like you're, you're, using, you're using the breaking of receptions in it. Like, of course, Evan. Of well, course, I think, I think going, if you're going to say like, he's uh, bad, like, uh, he's got to well, be actually bad. Evan, I'm saying he's Evan. I'm saying he's back because he's played two games in the last three years. That is true. Like, he is, he is physically. Like, come on, give the guy, give the guy, give the guy, let the guy breathe a little bit. He is on like, the field. He, he he's you know he's on the field a little bit. And all of a sudden, he's got to be the best receiver in the league. You know, like let's let the guy, let's let the guy have a some like some small victories here. You know. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. Michael Thomas is back. Yeah. Uh, fantasy relevant. I think we can agree on you know being fantasy relevant. Yeah. Equals being back. You know, he is he is he is fantasy relevant right now, you know? He is relevant, yeah. Yeah. You know who is not relevant? Robert Woods. Really. Yeah, Robert Woods. Like we don't need to be starting Robert Woods. Uh, I it's this hurts. I mean you know yeah. me, Evan. I think it's Evan, you know me, I'm a Bobby Trees like I'm a Bobby Trees like diehard. Like Yeah. I love this guy so much. Like I just have a feeling we're going to be in memoriaming Robert Woods at the end of the year. Yeah, you know he's he's had a good career. Uh, I I assume he's got to be at least thirty now. I just like yeah, that's how it goes, you know. I tell this story every year on the podcast, but uh, I just want to obligatory tell the story about how when I was in high school, I watched Robert Woods play the Gophers at USC, and he had like he had like twenty two receptions in this in this game, and ever since that day. In 2011 or whatever it was, uh, I was like, I'm a Robert Woods fan. Like this yeah. guy, just like, just like, just like, cut through our defense just all day. Like, I had never seen a wide receiver in college football like, just like carve up a defense for 22 catches or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, but yeah, that was a long time ago. 2011, you know, time flies. Um. Yeah, like you mentioned, Kenneth Walker having having a nice season as well. Uh, Fourteen points for him, but yeah, I mean, this is what one one of the really easy ways to win is just getting a guy like McCaffrey, just letting him go, you know, hoping he stays healthy, and, and yeah. going from there. You got to give Jay credit for picking McCaffrey. I'm sure he picked him at what, like five or six. Uh, third, third overall. Yeah. Third. I mean, that's a high. That's high draft capital to spend. I, if I were in Jay's shoes, like I was glad that I was not picking third, like. I I probably would not have had the balls to pick McCaffrey third with his injury history. Yeah. So um, 
I respect it from Jay. Way to go. Yep, pretty good. Um, all right, let's talk about Joe then. Um, yeah, yeah, that's about that's about it for Jay. S- Seventy-one points for Joe this week, so not a great showing. Um, Josh Jacobs was good. Uh, his first like good game of the season. Uh, Twenty points for him. Uh, eleven targets for Josh Jacobs. Uh, it helps to have that rookie quarterback, you know, firing it to his check down every time. Um, but yeah, Josh Jacobs. Let's see. Ravens defense was good. Three interceptions for them. Uh, also playing a rookie quarterback. <laughs> but man, yeah. Yeah. Rest, uh, rest yeah uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Yeah. 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 Um. Let's see. Big point of concern for Joe, Javante Williams uh, left the game. Uh, It does sound like it's not serious. He's also just been bad, Javante Williams. I'd be be concerned concerned about him, like, anyway. Yeah, at least he's had, like, you know, a reasonable workload, uh, which I think was more than we kind of expected, given uh, his injury last season. Um, But it's definitely not a good sign that, yeah, a guy coming off, like, a pretty serious injury now has another injury, and it sounds like they're going to try to kind of just rush him through it. Uh, maybe even get him back this week, if not week six. Um, so yeah, maybe a, a little concerned there. Um, like you said, yeah, the Broncos offense has not been the best thus far. Uh, especially running I think, football. But. Yeah. I think if you're the, if you're the Broncos, yeah, it's tricky. Cause this week you play the jets, which is a winnable game. Yeah. But then the next Thursday, week six Thursday, Broncos play Kansas City, which, like, you're probably just going to lose to Kansas City. So it's like, do you rest, like, do you rest Javante Williams in week five? Because so he's not, like, I don't know, like, if he aggravates it in week five, like, it's a short week to prepare for Kansas City week six on Thursday night. But, like, you could just also rest Javante Williams in week five and you just could just, like, lose in week six anyway. Yeah. So, like, I don't really know what, what I would do if I'm, yeah. I don't know if, I, if, if, if you flip these around, like, if Kansas City were this week and the Jets were next week, then, like, you would just sit them probably, but. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of, like, I don't have much else to talk about for Joe's team besides uh, I was going to chirp Joe about Luke Musgrave, but then I saw he got a concussion, and that's why he was <laughs> bad. So we can't yeah. do that. Uh, CJ Stroud. I, I think Evan. We yeah. haven't. We have. We have not given. I don't think this year yet. I don't think we've given CJ Stroud his flowers. Um, yeah, he's been good. Like Texans straight up good. Like, yeah. In real life, in real life, and in fantasy, he's been yeah good. for real. I mean, yeah. Even like playing the Steelers defense, like the Steelers aren't. You know, that's a pretty decent defense there. He went over three hundred yards, a couple TDs. Uh, he's got multiple touchdowns, three games in a row. Like this, you know, he's like a starting quarterback for fantasy. Um, which is pretty exciting. Um, I don't know if he has like enough value or you're really getting a ton of trade value for either him or Trevor Lawrence, uh, the other QB on Joe's roster. But, you know, you can mix and match those two guys uh, with matchups and, and get somebody good. Like Lawrence is playing at Buffalo this week. It's like, I don't really want any part of that. Whereas like Houston is playing at Atlanta. That's a, you know, a little better matchup. So, uh, yeah, nice little option there for Joe. Nice. He scooped up Stroud. It's a good pickup. Uh, man, only last week? Jeez. Um, Wait, was he really? Yeah, I guess like the 12-team league makes a pretty big difference for that. Like, the amount of quarterbacks available in the 12-team league versus 14 seemed to be, (laughs) there's like a wide gap there. 
And yeah, Stroud uh, picked him up this week. On yeah, Wednesday. I guess uh, Russell Wilson's on the waiver wire. He'll probably get scooped up. But yeah, yeah. Mac uh, Jones rip. Oof, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, for Joe, he had a few guys that were just really bad games. Like, Williams got hurt early, so he's less than a point. Uh, we talked about Debo not getting any targets in this game. He had less than one fantasy point. Aaron Jones was, was pretty bad in his return uh, this week from injury. Had only five carries, under two points for him. So, like, yeah, you just can't you can't deal with that, even with some other nice performances here. Having three guys under two points, it's really hard to come back from. Yeah. Joe just had a bad week. It's just how it goes. Michael Pittman was bad, too, kind of weirdly. He, he's had a really nice season so far. Um, so a lot of target volume, but, yeah, not this week. Only one catch uh, in week four. Yeah. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Evan, did you hear who um, – I don't know if you heard this. He has a new girlfriend. Really? Are we sure that they're dating? They're not just, like, acquaintances? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he left his, he left her apartment. I saw this the other day. He oh. left her apartment like early, like early Sunday morning. Cause you know, he had to get to the game or whatever. <laughs> this is, this isn't, this isn't, this, wait, this must be, did the wait, Chiefs this man play? was shacking up on the night before a game. Well, yeah. Cause cause they were in New York, right? It's bold. It's bold. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was, he was, he was staying. I, that's what I, that's the story I read that he oh. was, uh, he was at T Swift's apartment, uh, Saturday night. Because they were in New York. Yeah, makes sense. Um, Which I thought they didn't let players do that. I thought I thought they yeah, had to I stay in the team the hotel. Hotels. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the story I read. It could have been totally like AI chat GPT generated. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually think it probably was. Anyway, um, yeah, Aaron Jones, weird. Yeah. The uh, the pa- I feel like the Packers passing offense has been very good, but the rushing offense has been pretty bad um, throughout the season. So, yeah, there it is. Because yeah. Dylan wasn't right, good. Well, he took over either. So. Yeah. If you're Joe, do you start uh, Stroud over Lawrence next week? Jacksonville's yeah. got at Buffalo. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Did you already talk about this? I did, yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I appreciate this, that I you this. don't always listen to what I'm saying. Well, I'm sorry. It's it's hard for me to because I'm trying to like scroll through like these guys and you know I was looking at the waiver wire and I was looking at Matt. This is probably like when I was talking about like Mac Jones rip. Yeah. That was probably when you were talking about the Stroud mm-hmm. versus Lawrence yeah. starting decision. Does that sound right? Got to keep it to the one screen, you know. I yeah, I was not. Um, uh. Worst loss in the Bill Bar- Bill Belichick era. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, like, it, like it wasn't even like that bad of a loss. Thirty five to 35 is pretty bad. Uh, or is it thirty eight to three? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it's bad, but it's not like that bad. Like, you know, he's been coaching for two decades. Like, it's wild that they haven't lost a game by worse than that. You know, um, yeah, uh, that's kind of crazy. So, yeah. I think that includes his Browns uh, tenure as well. Which is yeah, even wilder. So there you go. Well, he may have had a worse loss in Cleveland because this this headline says New England suffered its largest loss in the okay. Bill Belichick era. So yeah, I had heard earlier that it uh, it sounded to me like it was his entire career, but yeah, maybe it was just New England. I don't know. Yeah, he was only coaching in Cleveland that one year, so the odds that he yeah. lost a game by that much probably not that likely. Um, 
All right. Do we just have your game and my game left? Yep. Yep. All right. Do you take it take it away with your game first? Yeah. Uh, so Tim beat me ninety eight to ninety one. Uh, Tim moves to three and one, uh, and I'm down at two and two. Uh, it's a tight game. Uh, I still have like a chance to win this at the end. I basically like on Sunday Night Football needed the Chiefs defense to get a defensive touchdown in the last like quarter of the game, which like they were playing Zach Wilson. It was definitely possible, but uh, it didn't work out. Uh, Tim got a nice performance from Isaiah Pacheco on Sunday night to really put me away. Uh, 22 points from Pacheco, uh, his best game of the season so far. Uh, man, 20 carries for him, 115 yards and a touchdown. Bunch of receiving work, so that was good for him. Um, let's see, Justin Jefferson, uh, 20 points, you know, ho-hum, whatever. Yeah, even, like, just being able to overcome, like, a pretty mediocre to bad Patrick Mahomes start, only 13 points from Mahomes against, uh, you know, the Jets, pretty good pass defense. Uh, yeah, just some other nice performances in here. Let's see, I did want to talk about Tim's tight end saga this week. Um, so at the start of the week, he had Cole Komet penciled in at tight end. Uh, and Komet has had a pretty bad season for, through the first three weeks. It was pretty bad. So, you know, Jake Ferguson, the Cowboys tight end, becomes available. And Tim, I think, wisely scooped him up. Uh, Jake Ferguson having a nice little season. And he, he had an okay game on Sunday. Seven catches, 77 yards. Not bad. Uh, but Cole Komet then had two touchdowns and 85 yards. He scored 20 points. Uh, I was like, while this game was close, I was like, man, am I going to win this game because Tim benched Cole Komet? Like, that would be pretty great. Uh, but he pulled it out anyway, so good for Tim. Um, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was following this game pretty closely because um, if you had won this game, Evan, I was playing Quinn, which we'll get to momentarily, but I would have been first. I would have been leading my division if you had pulled uh, this game for, for the record, Ben, you are leading your division. It doesn't show this in the standings because I cannot change the way it Oh, you're right. Uh, but you have the most points for in this division, so you are leading the division, even though it shows Tim in first. Uh, yeah, oh, Yahoo yeah. very annoyingly like automatically sorts division standings by uh, using division record as the tiebreaker and does not let you change it, uh, which is infuriating. Um, but... Yeah, because every, every league I've ever been in like allows you to sort by whatever you want, but whatever. Or like um, have the tiebreaker be whatever you want. Yeah, the tiebreaker, yeah, it should be not that. Um, <laughs> but Yeah. Um, so did I lose to – or I must have lost to Tim. Um, let's see. Tim's I mean, one division game was a win against Tom in week one. You have not. Oh, I lost to Quinn. That's my one loss is against right. Quinn. I think I am 0-1 in my – or I'm maybe 1-1. One one. I think I beat Tom. You've already played Quinn, Quinn twice? Nice. No, no, oh, I just played yeah. Quinn once. You have. You played him twice this weekend. I've, week played, I've played Quinn twice already. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love Evan, that. We gotta fix, Evan, we got to fix up the schedule. Well, now you know how to play him again. I mean, that's a little weird, right? I mean, I don't know. I can change it if you want for next year. I'm just, like, I'm just saying, it's kind of weird to play the same person like right away. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I mean, I think I just had it randomized, basically. So. In, in, in the league that I am the commissioner of, I did the two... Uh, I, think it, I think it makes the last couple weeks of the season more fun if you have like the last two weeks of the regular season be the like 
or the last three weeks be like the uh, the second round robin against your divisional opponents because yeah. presumably there are playoff races going on and the games just mean a little bit more. Yeah. So in the future, I think it would be wise of you to back. Well, so back the way our, our the, league almost works second. that way uh, is our league has uh, everybody plays in the division in week one and in the last two weeks of the season. And then your other three division games are just spread out in the middle. Um, so you open the season with a divisional game and you end the season oh. with two divisional games. Uh, so that's the only so difference. You're, so you're, so you're, you did play God with the schedule. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's oh, just how you okay. make it, you know, it's pretty easy to do it that way. So, um, yeah. And then I just made sure that nobody plays anyone two weeks in a row. Um, which, you know, not very hard to do, but yeah. Okay. I'm, I, I, I can, I can fuck with, uh, I can fuck with how you did it. Yeah. Um, um, let me just go through this quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you kind of covered most of. Uh, I think you covered most of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then for my team, uh, not a great week. It was like really, it was Josh Allen going off, and then DJ Moore randomly having a really good game. Uh, DJ Moore has actually been like kind of good overall, which is sort of shocking given how bad the Bears passing offense has been. But three straight weeks and double digits for DJ Moore. Um, yeah, otherwise, like St. Brown had a nice game on Thursday night and uh, Josh Allen was very good, but everyone else was kind of bad. Uh, man, I'm so desperate at running back right now. It's tough. Like, like my roster at the start of the year was very much set up to be like Nick Chubb and then like just hoping I could get one more running back from somewhere. And now that Nick Chubb is out, I and none of those other running backs have materialized yet. It's like, oh man, like what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, you're in the. I mean, it's always a tough fantasy season when like you lose your top first round pick like in the first few weeks, like for the season. It's just yeah. like you're just playing catch up the rest of the season just to like tread water. Like you yeah. just scram. Yeah, it's not an enviable position to be in, but you are. Uh, you're trying your darndest. Uh, it was tough this week, too, uh, just given that I'm starting two Cleveland Browns, uh, Amari Cooper and Jerome Ford. Like, the fact that they had to roll with a fifth-round rookie uh, kind of nerfed both those guys' performance. So it's like, what are you going to do, you know? I think I think there's definitely a chance that yeah. those two combined score eight more points if Deshaun Watson is playing, and then I got the win here, but that's how it goes, you know? Yeah, that's a valid point. I had Dorian Thompson Robinson in Dynasty League for a little bit. Uh, I dropped him like a few weeks ago, uh, and I'm really glad that he didn't like have a really good game because that yeah. felt did not look great. Uh, yeah, um, I did trade for DJ Moore in Dynasty League though. I yeah, traded D- uh, DJ Moore. I, I, good. I traded I traded Jordan Addison and a third for uh, DJ Moore in a second. Interesting. Interesting. All right, uh, let's do your game then, Ben. Um, instead of talking about my game, can I just talk a little bit more about this trade that I did in my other league? No. That's fair. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, 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 involves, it involves Dorf, though. Is that good enough? No, let's, uh, let's talk about this league, you know? Oh. Is that good? But nobody, care, nobody cares about my team anyway, though. Well, we don't have to talk about it. We can talk about Quinn's team. No, I'm saying, like, in the airtime that I would get to talk about my team, can I instead just talk about this trade? 
All right, Evan, I got you. Jordan Addison put up a goose egg this week. Real stinker. Bad week for Jordan Addison. Awful. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, I also have Jordan Addison uh, in College League where I traded him. And I let Andrew Nelson choose between my third-round pick or Andrew Eldorf's third-round pick. And he picked Andrew Eldorf's third-round pick, which I felt very flattered by. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's nice. my story. All right, there it is. Uh, but, yeah, my team had a really good week, 123 points. I'm really happy with everyone pretty much uh, on my team. Like, everyone had a good game besides Jordan Addison had a shitty game. Yeah. Uh, I suppose, Evan, you're not happy about Bijan kind of taking over that backfield. It seems like he's kind of wrestled it away from Algaier. Uh, well, it's weird because, like, Algier is actually kind of getting some work. He's not doing anything with it. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, which eventually he had, that'll he had, like, he had seven carries. It's not nothing. Uh, but, yeah, it, certainly Bijan has been much better. So Yeah. I got I got 24 points from Kyron Williams, but I'm a little bit sad that I didn't take Henry's uh, Puka Nakua for Kyron Williams trade offer last week. Uh, but also the Cooper Cup thing, but also, like, it would have been fun to have Puka Nakua this week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's um, also another news. Jonathan Taylor Evan. Yeah. Are you ready to eat? Are you ready to eat crow? Well, I will say, I'm like, I was, I was gonna bring it up, and I was gonna be like, wow, Jonathan Taylor's coming back, and I click on him, and like the article says, <laughs> Taylor's situation quote remains unsettled, and it's like, I don't know, man, like, like I'll believe this guy is playing when I see him on the field in uniform, you know. Uh, for the Colts. Uh, it could easily be for somebody else as well. The coach um, said that there's a chance he could play. Well, that there's a chance that I could play this week, Ben. Uh, you know, I'm allowed. But uh, I don't know. There was no chance last week because of roster rules. You know, they, they made the choice and he couldn't play. But this week, he uh, could play. Strike said that uh, the team is super excited to get Taylor back from the pup list. I would, I would be excited to have him back too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love I love what it says too. Super excited to get Taylor ankle contract back from the pup list. It's like, <laughs> those are the two things wrong with him: ankle and contract. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's great. Uh, we'll see. I mean, that's a huge boon for you if he does play. Um, that that would be, be a nice little guy to pencil in. But we will I see. Do you want him? You need running backs. I do. Yeah, make me an offer, Ben. You make me an offer. You're the one that needs a running back. <laughs> Sound, sound like you were offering. I got wide receivers. That's uh, the one thing All I right, do make me, make me make me an offer. Evan. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll do it after we get off air. Um, you got anything else? You don't want to go. You don't want to go on the record, huh? No, I just uh, I, I don't want to make any rash decisions. All right. Uh, yeah, we can move on to to Quinn's team. Quinn had a, a fine week. Uh, Kirk did not quite get it done in Carolina. Um, but he got a really good week from uh, Stefan Diggs. He had also had a, he also had a very good week from how do you say this guy's name again? Uh, well, now it's Devon A. Chan. We're supposed to say A. Chan instead. Of oh, A-chan. that sucks. A. Yeah. Chan is. We're gonna. I mean, just keep saying the like. Yeah, language, I think I'm just language. gonna do A. Chan. Like this is. It's also I mean, like with like, all these guys. It's like like bro. Like you went to like an SEC school and like people have known your name for years. Like why didn't you correct someone before or like you know in the preseason or like whenever? It's like it had to be like after you get really big. It's like no, I like I learned your name. You get one chance at this that and now it's gone. So I agree, Evan. I think that is one of the better takes you've had in a long time. I really like that take. Like he played at what A and M. A and M. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and you're and you're sure that like 
they were calling him A-Chain, like, at a I mean, like, probably. Like, like why, like, you know, the people who covered the NFL, know, like, knew who this guy was at a I'm sure. And then he was, like, a third-round draft pick. So it's, like, people people in the know should be saying the like, name as it was pronounced the whole time, right? So, like, all yeah. you got to do is, you know, in training camp, that's, that's your chance. You're a third-round draft pick. Like, tell people. They will change. And then all of the NFL media who starts talking about you will know it already. It'll trickle down to me. You know, learning how to say this random guy's name, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's the only way I've ever heard it. That is how I will say it from here on out." Yeah. Yeah, I I agree that I don't I don't like the timing of like I've had I've had two really so when did he come out with this shit? Like, uh, this, like this I heard week? it after week three, so after his huge game in week three. So like, yeah, that's tacky. That's, that's tacky as fuck. <laughs> I agree with you, Evan. I don't like it one bit. We're gonna continue with a chain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so A-Chain had 24, Stefan Diggs had 30, and that was pretty much the story of Quinn's week. He finished with 87. That's about yeah. all I got for uh, Sam Laporta. I, w- I do want to call it Sam uh, Laporta. I think yeah. he's tight end three right now, I think. Yeah, Laporta's uh, been rookie, good. Rookie tight end out of uh, your boy Evan, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, Sam Laporta has at least five, or no, at least four targets. Or at least four receptions in uh he has at least five targets in each game. Yeah. Which is really pretty nice volume. Yeah, good uh, offense. I'd be really excited about like Quinn truly is the tight end whisperer because he has the like breakout rookie tight end on his team. So I think that's a yeah that's a that's good good for the good for the brand for, for Quinn. I was trying to pry TJ Hawkinson away from Quinn because I was like, look, you have Sam Laporta. It didn't work, uh as you can tell. Um but but yeah, it, it is fun to see Quinn. Yeah, he started both this week. Hawkinson did not have a great week, but uh, yeah, love to see Quinn having two startable tight ends when everybody else has zero. That is funny. Uh, also, shout out Nico Collins on Quinn's bench. Uh, and he should not be on the bench anymore. I'll say it. You know, 168 yards, two touchdowns for Nico Collins. The Texans rule. Uh, they're so fun. Start Nico Collins. This 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 Texans team has. You said this, I think, before, but uh, maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. But this Texas team, pretty 2016 Jacksonville Jaguars, Blake bortles right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, so, like, the, the thing is, it's that they've won their last two games by more than 20 points apiece. <laughs> so, like, they haven't had garbage time yet this year. They, like, they, like, they lost their first two games by a good amount, uh, but they didn't score a ton of points in those games. Whereas, like, the games that have scored a ton of points were easy wins, you know? So they, they haven't really done the Bortles-Jags thing yet. They, they might get that energy later on. Am I thinking of a different team? Is there a different team this year that's kind of Jagsy? Like, really good offense, bad defense? Uh, I mean, I feel Miami. like the Rams are the biggest team for that. And the, and the Dolphins are too good to get that label, kind of. Like, they're going to make the playoffs, you know? Like, you can't be a playoff team and be the 2015 Jags, you know? Yeah, that's true. Or you have to be like a wild card team. Yeah, I think I think Rams might be what you're looking for. Um, like they're gonna lose kind of a lot of games because their defense blows, but their offense is just too good to fail. So I don't know. I like I like the idea of looking for a 2015 2016 Jags like iteration every year. It's like a fun. It's a fun like. Uh, what's the word? Um, it's like a fun archetype of a team to like look for. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got, Evan. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, Quint, we should we should say Quinn was the last undefeated team, uh, and he lost this week. So through week four, we we didn't even make it through four weeks with an undefeated team. So another year, uh, nobody going undefeated in our league. So oh yeah, you you always want that. I think it'd be really fun for content, especially like for somebody to get to like week. We've had people get to week ten ish, I think, um, but never further than about that. Um, I don't yeah. know. Winning fourteen games in a row is like really, really hard. <laughs> so, uh, I assume nobody will ever finish it off, you know. And then going into the playoffs, having to win a couple more, but uh, it would be very fun to see. So, not this year. Yeah, it might happen in some league this year with like. If you have a you have if like the team that has the best record just got unlucky week one and got to scoop up Nakua. It just it seems like if a if a if a team is ever. Gonna but that's go the thing though. Is you have to lose in week one to get Puka Nakua. Oh yeah, shit. That's dumb. Yeah, I, yeah. You got to win all of them. Yeah, yeah that, sorry, I, I, that's yeah, what makes I it so difficult too. Is that, I didn't, you I, didn't to, like, I didn't think that through. Yeah, you're not going to get anyone from the waiver. Line, you're always right? going to have the lowest waiver claim. Yeah, and then just like you don't control what your opponent does, so one week you're probably just gonna face someone who puts up one thirty, and you're gonna have to beat them. It's just so, so so hard. So. Yeah, that's true. Well, well Evan, next Evan, Evan, any updates for the people, just like in general, the B words? Uh, Braves game one on Saturday. Uh, it's gonna be fun slash nerve wracking. So. So when are we gonna record next week? Uh, we have an off day on Tuesday, so oh, it's perfect. Okay. Yeah, that does work. Uh, the the Braves very conveniently will not have a playoff game on a Sunday this year. Uh, there are no National League playoff games on Sundays this this season. So I'm going to be watching very, football. It's going to be. Great. I don't think that's a coincidence, and I think that's very smart. Yes, League uh, Baseball. To, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, hey, they, they clearly like kind of planned it out so that there are as few as possible on some days. It's like the AL has a few of them, but not the NL this year. So, yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, White Bear Lake football got their first win of the season on Friday night. Huge. Uh, oh, I have a fun little story to wrap wrap things up on. You'll you'll like this, Evan. So we had cross country practice Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like in the coach's locker room getting changed or whatever, and it's like six o'clock, and so the the football game starts at seven, and I was just gonna like, I feel contractually obligated to go to one football game a year, so that was like kind of my my game that I had circled. Uh, I I was like only planning on staying the first half. Uh, the game ended up getting uh, rain delayed at halftime anyway, uh, but I had left I had I had left before that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, but uh, anyway, they, they finished the game weirdly on Saturday night instead of just, like, waiting for the rain to get done, which I don't really know why they wouldn't. If I was in high school, I would rather just, like, let's wait, like, an hour and a half for this rain to get done. We'd just, like, finish it tonight. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm walking out of the locker room, right, the, after I get changed after practice, and all these football players who, I, and I know a few of them from having them in class and stuff, and uh, they were, like, yelling at me or whatever because, I don't know, they're just getting fired up before their game. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, good luck, you guys. And then um, <laughs> a few of these kids were yelling, speech, Mr. <laughs> Lattimore, speech. Uh, and I was like, I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, and I, I, I took me a second, and I was like, clear eyes, full hearts, and, and cr- crickets. Ugh. 
it was it was and I and I was like they're high school football all, players. Like, yeah, I was like I was like I was like oh my heart. And so then I kind of like I I coached them through it a little bit. I was like all right guys, this is from a TV show called Friday Night Lights that you all need to. I was doing a little, you know, educating there. I was like, guys, you gotta look up this show. It's yeah. It's about high school football. I was like, all right. I was. I said, this is what is gonna happen. I'm gonna say queer eyes, full hearts, and then you guys all at the same time say can't lose. So then we we ran through it one more time, and uh, they they got it. And okay. uh, then they won the game. Then they got their first win of the season. There you go. Yeah. So thanks to you, there's man. there's a moral in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Anyway. Queer eyes. Full hearts. Can't Can't lose. lose.